Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, here with another episode here for you today. Um, This is going to be sort of a prelude, if you will, to some future episodes that I'm going to be recording um, that are going to go deeper into each one of these topics. But today, I just want to give a very high-level view of some of the main storytelling challenges that a lot of people are facing out there. And let me tell you where this is coming from. Um, As many of you all know, if you've been tuning into the podcast for a while, and many of you all are members of um, this community, but many of you know that we have a community online on Facebook called the Light Beamers Community. And what happens is when people join or request to join that community, we ask a few simple questions. Um, There's a, a little questionnaire that people have to fill out in order to be accepted into that community because basically we just want to know why are they here you know what what are your struggles when it comes to storytelling and over the last three years we have been documenting everyone's answers so anybody that leaves us an answer on what are i think our exact question is just what's your biggest storytelling challenge at the moment um, we have been documenting those answers so i have a giant spreadsheet that lists everyone's main storytelling challenge. And the spreadsheet is like pages and pages and pages long, because as again, we've been doing this since 2020, we've been documenting and saving people's replies because it's just really great information, right? From just purely data as to what are the big struggle uh, struggles that people have with storytelling. And since we want to talk about storytelling, it's really helpful to know what are those main storytelling challenges. Now, here's the really interesting fact. I have spent much of today pouring through this document and I haven't looked at it in a while. And I wanted to pull it back up and just see what were some of the uh, repetitious comments, right? Like, What were the things that people were saying over and over and over again? And I'm going to share what those are with you today. And I want to ask you, as I'm going through these today, for you to just check in and and see if this is one of your storytelling challenges. My guess is you're probably going to nod your head or raise your hand or kind of silently say yes alongside me as I go through some of these today, because 
one of the things that is so evident in going through pages and pages and pages of everyone's response to this question is that there's really only a handful of major problems, right? There's really nothing new here that is surprising me. No one has shared anything in this document or in their, in their replies that says, oh, wow, that's a new challenge I haven't heard before. Over and over and over again, the same challenges are being presented. The same challenges around storytelling are being talked about when people reply to our questionnaire. So my guess is you will find one of your challenges in this list as well. And the reason why I want to just overstate the obvious with this is because I think when, when we are struggling with something, you know, if, if you feel like you don't know how to do something or you feel disempowered by it for whatever reason, we tend to think that we're the only ones. We tend to think, well, no one else has this problem, but me, everyone else has it figured out, but I don't, I'm over here struggling. And I very intentionally wanted to create this podcast episode to just be about this high level view of the top seven, eight reasons or struggles that people have around storytelling, reasons that keep them stuck, reasons that keep them from actually sharing their story or, you know, pulling out stories to share. And my guess is you're going to find your reason right smack in the middle of this list because you, my friend, are not alone. You are right there with the many other people that have joined our community and answered this questionnaire and given their reasons for why they might be stuck or why they are here seeking help from light beamers. So let's just go through these today because, um, like I said, I just want to use these as a prelude. And what I'm going to be doing over the next several weeks is taking each one of these and going a little bit deeper as to how I would address this for you. So if you find yourself, you know, raising your hand around one of these particular challenges, just know that in future episodes, I'm going to be diving deep into those challenges and we're going to talk about how to overcome it. If this is one of your biggest struggles and, and storytelling challenges, let's fix that. Let me show you how to remove that obstacle. Because if you're here listening to the Inside Story Podcast, you have to know that storytelling is so important and that your story absolutely does matter. And there is a real place and a need for it in the marketplace and in this world and just helps you build community and connections on such a deeper level that I don't want you to remain stuck because of your perceived challenges when it comes to storytelling. So this is a high level view of some of the deeper topics that we will go in over the coming weeks. But just to get us started, here are some of the main ones. And let's see, how many do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I've got nine that I've categorized. And I don't know, there might be one or two more, but these are definitely the ones that I hear over and over again. And these were um, said in basically, you know, the same type of way on our questionnaire feedback form. So let's just go through these. The first one is biggest storytelling challenge is that um, 
thinking that your story is too small or thinking that you don't really have a story. Now, just to give you a flavor of what a few comments I pulled from the questionnaire were, this is in, in, in their own words, what people were saying, their biggest storytelling challenge is not having a story and thinking that I have nothing to say. So therefore I say nothing, right? So if you think you don't have a story, chances are you're definitely not telling your story. Am I correct? Right? Another person says, there's nothing been very eventful in my life. So it doesn't seem like my story could create an impact, right? Once again, if you are running around thinking that you don't have a story or that your story is too little, you certainly don't believe that your story can make an impact. And here's another uh, phrase, again, pulled straight from the answers on our questionnaire. Someone said, my biggest storytelling challenge is believing that people would want to hear my story. So again, thinking that your story is insignificant, thinking that no one else would really want to hear it, thinking again that that story is too small. So check in and let me know if that's where you are. Are you running around believing that you don't have a story or that your story is too little or too insignificant and could not possibly create an impact, that it's a story that other people would not want to hear? If so, you are not alone. Many others, pages and pages and pages of input from our data from this questionnaire shows that so many other people are right there with you thinking the same thing. Now, on the polar opposite of that, we've got my story is too big, right? Some people are walking around with these really giant stories that they have no clue what to do with. And so therefore, <laughs> the same thing happens. When you have a story that's too big and just too overwhelming and you don't know how to manage it, what do you do? You do the same thing. You stay quiet. You play small. You just don't share that story. So again, to give you some words uh, that we are pulling straight from this spreadsheet to hear what other people are saying about this, their biggest storytelling challenge is my story is very negative and I have no idea how to use it. Okay. Here's another one. My story is trauma-based like so many others. And I do share with a few close friends and people that I'm, that I'm comfortable with, but I have not taken the next step right? You might share it with just a small group of people, but you're not really using that story in a powerful way to help others. Um, so that's where a lot of people land is thinking that their story is too big. You have no idea how to manage it, how to wrangle it, how to tell it in a way that can be consumable by others because it usually does have a lot of trauma. Um, I hear this over and over again with so many of my clients that I work with is that the story is negative. It's, it's got a lot of trauma and they have no idea how to tell that story in a way that would be fruitful, would be productive, would be helpful, would be positive. And there absolutely is a way to do that. And I will be diving into that in future episode when I talk about this particular struggle around having a story that is just too big. Okay. The next one on our list is the challenge of figuring out the how. How many of you want to know the how? How do I start telling my story? How do I put it all together? How do I 
but do I call it together to have it make sense for the people that I'm sharing it with? If this is you, once again, you are not alone. This is probably one of the bigger um, responses that we get on our membership application form is that so many women are asking the same question. How do I do it? How do I get started? How do I know which pieces of my story to tell? How do I know what order to put it in? How do I boil it all down? This is exactly what they're saying. They're saying, I don't even know how to get started. I don't know how to boil my story down into the most relevant details so that my potential clients can get a sense of who I am and how I can solve their problems. I don't know what to share. I'm struggling with narrowing down my story, not knowing how to nail down the most important parts so that my message can shine. Instead, I get too wordy and I need to be more concise. Um, another one says, I'm struggling with articulating my stories in an easy to follow way. I feel like my brain connects things that only make sense to me. Anyone else out there? Like it makes sense in your brain, but you're so worried that when you share it, is it going to make sense to anyone else? Right? So figuring out the how is such an important piece. Um, that everyone wants that very structured and presentable way to share a story. Good news here is that I've got this one totally dialed in for you. Um, when we go into um, the solo episode that I'll be recording on figuring out the how to tell your story, uh, you really I have such a simple framework for this that I really can't wait to solve this problem for you if you are finding yourself in that camp on figuring out the how. So the next one on our list is, um, this one is really a, a big issue. It's a big issue, even if not as many people necessarily are adding this to the list of what they think their biggest problem is. But I will tell you, this is one of the biggest problems, <laughs> whether you know it or not. Um, and that is storytelling that really lacks authenticity um, and lacks emotion. Um, one person wrote on their form, that their biggest challenge is making the story engaging and interesting to other people. In my opinion, I just say the facts and don't put any, put any emotion into it. There are a lot of really fact-driven people out there who um, do tell stories, but they tell stories from the very linear um, A to Z, you know, or A to B kind of form. And stories are meant to be colored in with lots of different colors of crayon. I actually just met with a client um, last week and sh this was her. This was absolutely her main problem. She was telling stories. She was good at telling her story, but her story lacked any sort of personality or flavor. I felt, and I told her, I said, you're coloring with only two colors of the crayon box. And it was pretty much black and white. I said, we need to add color to your stories. And the way that we do that is we have to add personality. We have to add in emotion. So this is a big problem for a lot of people out there who are attempting to tell stories, but are only coloring with two colors in the crayon box. So we need to make it more engaging. We need to make it more interesting. We need to make it more personalized and we need to add in authenticity and uniqueness. And this is really what a lot of people struggle with. So I'm curious if that resonates with you. Are you someone that is very fact-driven? Do you like to tell 
just the facts and not really add any personality into the story. If so, that's going to be an important topic that we dig into when we go deeper on the podcast um, regarding this particular issue, which of course I'll be recording those very soon. Okay. And then the next one I have is um, the struggle with actually being seen, putting yourself out there, a struggle around getting the story visible, if you will. All right. Now I hear this one a lot on our forum for feedback is that people's biggest storytelling challenge is just putting themselves out there to be subject to potential criticism, judgment, right? There's a lot of fear around that, but also just commanding, using storytelling to grow and command a bigger audience so that you can get more visible, right? They kind of go hand in hand, but if you're stuck in one area around the fear of it, then it makes it really challenging for you to put yourself out there to get on more podcasts or go write the book or step on a stage and share your story or, you know, be more consistent on your social media or start writing regular email campaigns, communicating with your audience in any kind of way that allows you to be seen and heard. This is why so many people are hiding in the shadows is because they have this real big fear around visibility. And quite honestly, they're just not comfortable with the fact that their story would be read or seen or heard by so many other people. Um, and that's a really big one, like trying to get clients and people in my community comfortable with being seen is a real, a real challenge. And it's something that if you're struggling with it, I can assure you so many other people are struggling with it too, because this is a big one that we get on our list. This is a big one that people write in saying this is one of their biggest challenges. All right. The next one is mixing personal with business. Now, I because I do work with a lot of business owners, I hear this one all the time as well. And this is definitely a big one on our feedback form is that people just aren't real sure how much of their personal story they need to be sharing in terms of sharing their business, right? Like they've got a professional world and they have their personal world and they keep them very separate and they aren't really sure how to blend just enough of the personal story to make the business story more relevant and more, uh, you know, approachable, more relatable. And this is really where a lot of people struggle as well. So is this you? Do you struggle with mixing the personal in with the professional or with the business side of things that you do? Um, this is such a big topic too, because I always say, we don't want to do business with robots. Like, heck, we're already having to do that with all of the technology that's out there, right? Like you, you don't really get humans anymore when we go to order food at a restaurant or check out at a grocery store, like everything is being run by a robot or by a machine or a computer. So if you're going to build a business that is fully automated and has no personality, and you're just interested in just making bank, then storytelling is probably not going to be for you. But if you're interested in building a business that allows you to have deep human connection with your audience and with your clientele and the people that you want to serve and you want to be in relationship with those people, then you're going to have to remove some of the impersonal and add in the personal. 
So this is a, a really important topic that we will be diving into deeper when we're addressing this issue of how to mix in the personal stories to impact the business. Um, yeah, I have a lot to say about that one. So we'll be diving deeper on that one as well. All right, here's another one. Not knowing which story to share. How many of you are out there thinking, well, I have a lot of stories and I just don't even know where to start. How do I know which story is the one that's going to be useful for my audience? How do I know which story to choose from? Uh, I'm going to give you a little uh, spoiler alert on that. You get to share more than one story, okay? Storytelling is something that you want to weave into a lot of things that you're doing in terms of communication, and you certainly want to flavor that up with a lot of stories. So the fact that you have a lot of stories and you may, may be asking that question of which one do I share is actually a really good thing. So you're gonna be able to share a lot of them. We definitely have a criteria that we wanna measure those stories against, which I will dive into when I do this training on the podcast coming up. But just know that if you're if you're struggling thinking you have too many stories to share, there's no such thing. Having a lot of stories is a really good, um, it's a, it's a good quality and we want that. And, and to be honest with you, all of you have a lot of good stories. It doesn't matter if you think you do or not, you do. And um, we do want to determine which ones that you want to share. But the good news is you get to share a lot of them. If you even just go back and listen to the solo episodes on this podcast, I have shared so many stories on this podcast alone. So many of my personal stories, they're not all the same. There are, there are many of them. And that's because we are all full of stories. It's just really learning how to use them. That's going to be the ones that make the most impact. And we definitely want to help you with that. So some of the things that people were saying when they were filling out the form um, and kind of falling into this category is um, exactly that. I don't know where or how to start. I'm unsure which part of my story others will find helpful or interesting. Another person says, I feel scattered. I have too many options and I don't know where to begin. So again, if you find yourself saying the same things, you're not alone. This is a common uh, challenge. We definitely will be addressing it on a future episode. So all of these are going to be episodes that I'm going to be recording in the next few weeks to roll out um, throughout the holidays and into the new year to be addressing some of these big storytelling challenge, the challenges that I see. Um, okay, I have two more for you and uh, they're single words. And one is time and the other one is fear. <laughs> so let's talk about time first. I cannot tell you how many people answer this question, what is your biggest storytelling challenge on our form with a single answer of time. I don't have enough time. I don't have the time to make storytelling a priority or how to learn storytelling or to become better at it or to practice it or all the things, right? Time is a big issue with everybody. But guess what? I know you've heard this before. We all get the same 24 hours in a day. So time isn't the issue. The issue is prioritizing and really making decisions around where your priorities are, right? That's such a, like, nobody likes hearing that. Nobody likes hearing that as the answer, but we all know it's true. Like time is not the issue. Priorities are the issue. 
And, you know, that will be up to you. Like if you want to make storytelling work for you and you want to become a better storyteller, you're going to have to prioritize the time that you spend working on your storytelling. It's as simple as that. I don't even think I have to record a podcast episode for that one because I just gave you the answer. It's really about priorities. And then the last one, which is the biggest one of all, is around fear, right? We all have fear. Let me just give you a few of the fears that I pulled from our sheet here. Um, one person says, fear of putting myself front and center. I have a very big uncertainty around being in large crowds. Um, I have a fear of failure. Here's another one, being afraid to put too much out there and not knowing what to talk about or what others might think. Mm -hmm. And worrying that no one cares what I have to say. So there's fear wrapped up into all of these. Every single one of these big categories has an underlying theme around fear. And we all have fear. Fear just does not go away, right? And it, whether you're putting yourself out there, you're getting more visible with your story, you're working out the mechanics of how to tell the story, put this part first, this part second, this part third, there's always this fear of getting it wrong or being judged or what if it isn't good enough or what if nobody likes it? Fear is just a whole bunch of what ifs, right? And so there, fear is always going to be there. Do you think that I don't have fear? I have fear all the time. Like I come into this podcast recording every single week going, well, I don't know. This is what I've got prepared. I have no idea if the people are going to like it or not, but here we go. Like I have uncertainty. I have no crystal ball over here. I do not know for sure that all of my stories are going to be a home run or the content that I create for this podcast and me showing up every single week delivering it. I have no idea. I wish I knew, but I don't, right? So I have to get through my own fear to do it anyway, because I now know what's on the other side of that fear. And I just want to challenge you around the, the message around fear is that you're going to have it. And the only way to get through it is to absolutely go through it. You don't get to hop over it or step around it or go under it or magically make it disappear. You actually just have to embrace it. And I can assure you that any storyteller out there, whether they're speaking on stages or publishing books or, you know, creating content for social media or writing copy for emails or newsletters or any kind of communication like that or publishing articles, every single person who has ever done anything like that in terms of storytelling has had fear. They have they have had concern. I don't know if this is good enough. I don't know if this will res will resonate with anyone. I don't know if anyone's even going to like this. Um, I, people may judge me. They may think that I'm crazy or stupid or whatever, right? We all have those things going through our head. Every single person that has written or shared stories has had that fear, but they did it anyway, because the you have to get, to, it goes back down to the decision-making process, right? If we know we have fear, you have a choice. Are you going to let fear stop you? Or are you going to go walk through that fear and do the thing anyway? Just go do it, right? I think one of the person, when I saw one on our forum that said, let me find it. Um, I just need to be fearless and just do it. 
Yes, that's right. I need to, you need to be fearless and just go do it. Fear is always going to be present. But those are some of the big topics that I want to dive into over the next several weeks. Some of these I might combine, but I want to go a little bit deeper with each one, especially the ones that I can really help you solve. Because if these are, you know, <laughs> the, the, the same challenges that over 2,500 people who, that have come through the Light Beamers community, if this is what they are saying, I'm pretty sure it's the same, some of the same stuff that you might be saying. And if that is the case, then let's use this podcast over the next several weeks to dive into that deeper and to talk about these challenges and address them so that you can go into the new year of 2024 with those blocks and challenges removed. If I can make it easy, I want to make it easy. That's one of my favorite things to do at Light Beamers is to make storytelling easy for people. I want to eliminate some of those challenges for you. So yeah, look for future episodes coming up. We will be going deeper into some of the storytelling challenges that all of you have, myself included. I've got them too, um, but we just, we embrace them and we, we bust through them. So that's what we're going to be doing. We'll dive deeper into some of these topics on future episodes. In the meantime, did I cover the basis? Did I leave anything out? Is there a storytelling challenge that you have that I did not mention? Tell me, I want to know. Just hit me up on social, send me an email, april at lightbeamers.com. Um, you can, I'm at Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can find me. Hopefully we're already connected. If we're not connected, let's get connected. And then tell me, did I cover all of the storytelling challenges? Is there one that you have that's not on my list? Because if it's not on my list, I want to put it on my list and I want to address it and help you with it. And let me know which ones are your challenges. If yours was on the list, which one is yours? I want to know, and I'll make sure, you know, when the podcast comes out, we'll be recording those in-depth um, challenge resolutions coming up because my whole goal at Light Beamers and here on the inside story is really to make storytelling easy. So that is what we're going to tackle over the next several weeks on the podcast is removing those challenges. So you, my friend can go and be the Light Beamer that you are destined to be by sharing your story and connecting deeper with your audience. This is my wish for you. And I know we can make it happen together. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here this week. And I'll be talking to you in more detail on these topics in the coming weeks ahead. See you then. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com 
and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.